0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell. That's the big cheese over at furtherstillministries.org. D- dude, dude, you're not right. You, you, are you you're
1: mellow this morning? Uh, y- you know I'm what? It was it was the race this weekend.
0: I'm still recovering. You are still recovering. You <laughs> yeah. were swimming in the Ohio River. Nothing'll make you know you're alive when you swallow a couple mouthfuls of Ohio <laughs> River, buddy. That will get you going. But so, uh, uh, d- yeah. d- just give a real quick um like 15 second update. Well, I, I'm here. You you made it? Yeah, so the whole goal was don't drown, don't crash the bike, and just finish the race, and we did that, and um, yeah, so it was a good time. You swam a half a mile, swam, you biked 12. Swam, swam a half mile is being very generous. <laughs> you ever seen the Titanic when everybody just was trying to struggle to get to the boats? That's what it was kind of like, everybody jumping in the Ohio River, so it was uh, it was fun. It was good. So we made it. Um Yeah. So, I'm here. That's good. Yeah, good times. So, you're a little mellow this morning. A little bit. Yeah, still recovering a little bit. A couple muscles that I didn't plan on working out are still sore. But, uh, yeah, we're good. So, But it is uh, it is a, a show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. is Solid Steps Radio. And if you're listening on purpose, we really appreciate it. If you're listening by accident, hopefully you will listen on a regular basis. We appreciate you and listeners, and uh, we talk about things, again, from a man's perspective. We pretend to be men around here sometimes. Uh, but Most of the time. This is, uh, depending on when we tape this and when you hear this, because we, we tape these on a Tuesday morning, and they air at different times, but it's Father's Day weekend. It's coming up. Coming up, and uh, we are having, uh, you know, this is the week that everybody, you know, gets their World's Greatest Dads t-shirt from their kids, and they wear them with pride once a year, but... Uh, you know, those, those, this is that time of year, a few times a year where uh, m- men are celebrated and <clears throat> yeah, it's a big week. And uh, Father's Day is that. And we're going to tell a very special Father's Day story, especially to me because my father and my two brothers are in the room. And This, this is a little scary. Well, well I mean, for you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but anyway, so we're, we're looking forward to today's show. And, uh, you know, it's a good story when Zig Ziglar involved in the story. Uh, which uh, my dad had an, an encounter with Zig Ziglar that uh, changed the trajectory of his life and the rest of his family, and the idea today is that it's never too late.
1: So, okay, so Jim Russell, you, you it's great to have you with us. Welcome. We're glad to be here. Very humble. And uh, Kevin, great yes. great to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. Uh, it's uh, all the way from uh, northern part of Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yes. Yep. Fishers, Indiana. Yep. And uh, Troy. Uh, you are back you've been on this show before I repeat guest <laughs> yes sir <Thank> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so I see Troy out and I'm going wow I'm gonna have my full of ru- a fill of Russells today man oh yeah, it's it, it, no it's it's a great treat to have all you guys in here so um, I, I want I, I want to unpack the story of you guys and how God has worked because Jim you <clears throat> you didn't always walk with God no. No. In fact, uh, tell us just a little bit
2: about your upbringing. You grew up in Campbellsville? I grew up in Campbellsville. I was born and raised in Campbellsville. Um, I was born uh, on a farm. I lived on a farm for, for about five years, six years. And uh, we, uh, I, my mother and dad, I had a sister, Phyllis. And uh, your, mom was a, your mom loved the Lord? Very much so. Very but, much so. But your dad uh struggled with things. Uh he did and 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 before we get started I I am going to probably make some statements. It's not that I'm throwing my dad on the bus, but dad had dad was an alcoholic and uh, communication was not good. Uh, he uh, we never got real close to later in life. Okay? Uh, dad done the best he could with what he
1: well, he, he, he did the best he could,
2: but he learned some things from his dad. Right. In, in fact, I, I'm the first generation in four not to be an alcoholic. You were the first? In four generations. In four generations. But not to be an alcoholic. To not right. be an alcoholic. Exactly.
1: In the Russell family. So
2: he, dad done what he was taught, okay? And um, there's no saying what's down in a well comes up in a bucket. Well, that, that's not always true, but in this, this case, that's what they done you know and uh
1: so so you you um you you grow up in this uh but but you saw in your
2: mom uh she was a great christian mom was the rock of our family uh she was always positive she was not an educated lady but uh well she had a lot of common sense and a lot of good people skills
1: and you know jim you were talking to me yesterday and we, uh this is a father's day show but i want to just highlight just a little bit on on your mom because you began to follow the, the steps of your dad you, you came home Correct. you came
2: home drunk well uh, there was a time in my life I, i'm not real proud of okay uh after i got out of high school uh, i moved to louisville uh, I was working at Standard Oil Company at the time. And uh, from the time I was about uh, 20 to 21, there's about two years there that uh, I'm, I'm not proud of and my kids don't know nothing about it, so I'd rather not talk about it. Okay? <laughs> no, I, I was. I, I was drinking and partying and just having a good time. Well, and, and your mom, you came home. Oh, when, yeah. My, my, and you, you saw there was— Yeah, mom would talk to me, and, and I lived in Lowe's, and I'd come home on weekends, and, and she'd talk to me every weekend. And, and uh, so one Sunday morning, about 6 o'clock, I came home, and, and uh, my suitcases were packed. I said, Now, I'm still on the influence, okay? And I said, well, what's going on? She said, you're leaving. I said, oh, really? She said, yeah. And I said, no, what's up? She said, look, uh, you're going to be just like your dad. I, I put up with him because of you and your sister. I'm not going to put up with that no more. Now, you're welcome to come back in my house, but you're not going to sleep here. Well, I just don't want any— half drunk person would do okay good at, at and, 20, at 20 years old so i get in a car i get in a car and i'd drive to louisville and and uh, after about an hour and a half i thought you know I, i've really messed up here so i turn around on preston 965 I head back to camelsville which is iron an hour and a half drive and uh, when i got there she was in the bed had been crying for three hours and uh i told her i said i promise you i'll be the father that i never had and i'll be and i'll be the husband that you never had and here again i'm not throwing my dad on the bus because once my dad and we'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes But once my dad quit drinking uh, he was a wonderful grandfather and these boys can attest to that and uh, that was always a great guy he just he, he had a sickness and that's what mom always told us mm-hmm. you know so <clears throat> so uh, got in the car and went home done some serious thinking and uh, uh just a few months later uh i met this wonderful girl and uh, i met her in a vault at standard oil company okay <laughs> <laughs> of all places okay and uh we got to talking i asked her out and we dated a few times and and uh i decided i wanted her, i wanted to show her off to mom and dad you know so uh we took we spent a weekend camelsville and and uh I'll never forget when we left. My mom called me back in the house, and she said, "This is somebody special," and I knew she's never told me that before. <laughs> okay, and I thought well, you, you, know, had, you hadn't been bringing some good no good, good girls no, back to the house. I, you know, I, I was an embarrassment to her. You know, but uh, and we had a. I, I knew just seriously. I, I knew that she was the one and uh, we had a very short courtship Uh, uh, six months later I married her and you guys have been married how long It'll be forty-seven years in November, and you know what? Ninety percent have been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, they say yeah. uh, you say forty-seven
2: years. Forty-seven years. I, I hear right. the first forty-six are the hardest. <laughs> uh, we're still working. We're just, we're just two people that uh, was born in dysfunctional families that just never give up on each other. Well, we just you—you didn't. You didn't give up on each other, right. and
1: and 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 you—you you both weren't really walking with the Lord. No. And uh, I wasn't and no. and you you mm-hmm. weren't. No. And and so um, and in fact, things started to kind of going south in, oh, yes. in
2: your marriage. There was a time in we'd been married for approximately 20 years and there was a two or three year period there, but it's getting pretty rough and uh, we didn't have no infidelity problems, alcohol or anything like that. And in fact, I think the kids can tell you one of the things I've always tried to do. Uh, with my dad I want to change the things that he done wrong and the things that he done right I want to multiply them and that's what I tried to get wrong pass along to these boys you know and today they're better fathers than I am they're better husbands than I am and uh, it's uh, well uh,
1: what happened Jim and we're gonna we're gonna unpack that in the next segment but you encountered uh, a couple individuals who really began to shine the light of Jesus into your life because you were not walking with Jesus. You weren't following Jesus. And uh, Jesus makes all the difference, but he uses people. right? And uh, there was an individual mm, right. and uh, just a, 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 two, two individuals. And because of that, because of that transformation at that time, 20 years ago, your boys are completely changed.
0: And uh, it's I, I, just so awesome. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back and hear more of this uh, really cool story. And I've heard it, and you need to hear it. And it's, uh, it's a great one. <laughs> You've I, lived I, it, man. I've been a part of it. So <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell. That's Kurt Satter. There's a room full of Russells in here. And we are talking about Father's Day Uh, our Father's Day show and uh, talking about the change that fathers can make and impact that it's never too late. Mm And uh, if you're looking for a really bad Father's Day gift for your dad, you need to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One, because no dad wants carpet for Father's Day. But if he really wants carpet for Father's Day, he needs to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One. If he can't see, he needs to go to Vision First. <laughs> and dad said he was just there yesterday, yeah. right? Sure so there was. You go. What if he can't right? see that he needs carpet? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Vision First, they're great folks at I Care. Everybody here has uh, been a part of their... Uh, Customers of theirs for years, and also Ellen and Credit Union. If your dad doesn't have any money, take him to l Credit Union. <laughs> get, him, get, get him some money. <laughs> and uh, Bright Star Home Care, which is also a, a sponsor of ours. If your dad, it may, some people may, their dad wants to be independent and uh, not have to uh, be dependent on other people, wants to stay in his home, Bright Star Home Care does that. So look up those folks. They are, are great sponsors of our show. So okay, so Jim, you, your your grandpa was an alcoholic, correct? Uh, your actually your great
1: grand, uh, grandfather, great grandfather. I never knew him, but they, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your dad. Right. You, so you didn't you didn't learn, uh, but then something happened. Um, before we you, you encountered this one person, your dad really he stopped drinking.
2: Yeah, he. Uh, Carol and I had been married for approximately, probably six or eight months or so, and my mommy called me and. Uh, uh, she told me how dad was getting worse. And uh, so I, I went down to see him. And now you got to get the picture. Uh, dad and I wasn't real close. Now, we never fought. That's one thing in our family. Uh, you know, some alcoholic families, you know, they fight and all. We, we didn't fight. Uh, I'm not saying the communication was good, but we didn't fight. And so for me to have a real in depth conversation with him was, was not the norm. But mom wanted me to talk to him because he wouldn't listen to nobody else. And she said, I, I think he'll listen to you. So I went and talked to him, and he was living with my grandparents at the time. They were separated. And, um, and I basically told him, I said, you know, uh, what if I just grow up to be just like you? How would you like that? And he, naturally he said, no, you know, I don't want you to do it. And I said, I'll tell you what you do. If you quit drinking, I promise you, I promise you, I'll never have a gin bottle in my hand. And I will not have alcohol in my house. I promise. About a week later, his doctor called me and says, "Your dad's trying to quit, and he's going into DTS, and we're gonna bring him to Louisville. We can't do nothing for him." And when I seen him, he had no idea who it was. And if you've never seen anybody in DTS, Uh it's it's a horrible sight. And that reassured me. I'm not that gene, bad gene I've got in me is not gonna. It's not gonna not going to happen to me. I'm going to see to it. You know, we are who we are and who you want to be only because of what we do. It's our choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, so my dad, make a long story short. I had to sign, at that time I had to sign him in the hospital and I signed him in, but I, the only way he could get out was I had to sign him out. Mm. So he was ready to get out in two weeks. Well, five weeks later, I signed him out. I want to make sure he dried out. You know? <laughs> wow. And to my knowledge, to my knowledge, uh, my dad died in 2002, and this is 1970. To my knowledge, my dad never drank for 32 years. Hmm. Wow. And it turned out we, when my mom died, uh, that's really the only time I've ever really been angry at God. Why, why did you take mom? Why did you take dad first? Well, he had another plan. My dad and I became close. We talked regularly. And uh, had he died, I would not have had that relationship. There was a a
1: healing that went on. Oh, yeah. Um, When he stopped his drinking, you told me yesterday, Jim, you never heard your dad tell you that he loved
2: you until you were almost 40 years old. Right, until my mother died. Now, I knew he loved me. Okay. Uh, You know, back then, you know – Men just didn't share, you know, and, and if if there's one message we want to get across to the guys out here we're talking to today is it, it's never too late to start over. I don't care if you're 20 years old, 50 years old, or 80 years old. If you have
1: never told your kids that you love them, it's never too late. Never. I mean, when
2: you heard that as a 40-year-old right. man. right. I remember the first time he told me he loved me was on the phone, and I I didn't know what to say, I really did. And uh, but he turned out to be a these boys will tell you he, he turned out to be a great grandfather. I mean he was wonderful. Well, that's the power of yeah. of of God. Started going and, to church and, and 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 you know he rededicated his life and and my mom at the time she w- she was working and Dad you know he was so mentally and physically broken down from the alcohol he just. Uh, he drove a truck but dad became the housewife dad done the cooking uh he kept house and and he, mom said he made a pretty good housewife <laughs> 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 you know oh uh, but so, uh, he but he never uh, you know my dad was a hard worker he 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 had his home improvement business he stole sold the uh, storm windows and doors and aluminum siding and all and dad was a hard worker probably one of the best salesmen's i've ever seen wow uh, he was I, I mean you know Uh, he was a great people person but he just had that disease you know and and so but but it's it's the power of you
1: the 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 power of you speaking truth into his life Mm -hmm. and as a son Mm -hmm. speaking to a dad and that began the transformation of process and then and then you know what's going on you got to fast forward you're you're in a troubled marriage
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, your kids are um, almost are they all grown at the time uh well chad was uh of course that was in 19 when i the transformation started it i was uh, chad was about 20 years old yeah Yeah.
0: i was uh 73 graduated high school in 91 so that gives you yeah 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 Yeah, and so you you
1: started
2: listening to zig ziglar well that was back in 1972 um i started the insurance business um and um, i was just noticing in a magazine i just seen this advertising about some tapes and and of course, in the insurance business, we're looking for different motivation stuff. And I just ordered the tapes. I knew nothing about Zig Ziglar, and that was when he he was famous, but not like he legendary, like he like he ended up. Well, I listened to his tapes for years. I still listen to his tapes after forty five years. And okay. you,
1: and so now, fast forward because. You, you, he, he began to uh, speak such truth into your life, into the business world. Right. You said,
2: I want to meet this guy. Well, what happened was, I was listening to tape one day, and he said, uh, today, th- think of three people that's been instrumental in your life. And I got to talking about the guys that got me in, in, insurance and real estate and, and what have you. And I thought, well, you know, the person that probably helped me the most is Zig Ziglar. And I don't even know him. So I, I called his personal assistant, who is Lori Majors. And I heard her name many times in his messages. So I just called the company and I said, I can't speak to Lori Majors, like I knew her, okay? She answers the phone and says, uh, I told her, I said, Zig's coming in town. This was in July of 1993. I said, Zig's coming in town in September in Louisville, and, and if we'd like to, um, uh, I'd like to meet him. And just shake his hand 30 seconds and tell him how much I appreciate him. Well, she laughed. She said, Well, that's not possible. She said, But I've got a little time. Give me your story and and tell me. So I gave her my story and she said, I'll tell it. About 30 days later, she calls me and says, I've talked to Zig and we want you to pick him up at the airport. I said, "You got to be kidding! <laughs> you want to, you want to, you want to talk to him for thirty seconds? Yeah, that's like I, you... <laughs> that's like asking a six-year-old you'd go want to see Santa Claus, you know, <laughs> you know." So, Carol and, I, uh, Carol and I, picked him up at the airport, and um, we took him to the hotel. And uh, I spent about two hours with him. Well, he invited you. I oh, mean, yeah. He, he invited, invited you
1: into the hotel room.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we was and he said we would go to lunch, but he dinner, but he said, I'm running behind. He said, won't you come up and talk a few minutes? I said, sure, and I'd love to. So we go up, and I'll never forget it. He's, he and I were sitting on the bed, and Carol was sitting over in the chair, you know, and he got to tell me about his life, you know, and he's asking about us. And and, and for a man to be in his stature, I mean, he was so relaxed, so charismatic, and and then he started giving me his testimony, how he became a Christian and how uh, a maid led him to Christ. And, um, and then he got to ask me about my spiritual life, and he, and, and he told me that. He said, Jim, if you, if you read the book of Proverbs every day and run your life by it and run your business by it, good things will happen. And I'm not saying – he said, I'm not saying everything will be perfect, but good things will happen. And then he shared with me Romans ten nine, and that was his favorite verse. And that was in that was in September of ninety three. Romans ten nine. Yeah, if you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, and, and believe it in your heart, confess with your mouth, you will be saved. You know, and it, it Chad, Chad will tell you we we sat on the very front row. They, we were sitting at a table the next morning with Zig, and I had on one side of me an astronaut. Florida senator and I told Carolyn, I said we're a little bit out of place here. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay, and uh, I can't remember. Chad, was you at the?
0: I I wasn't there. No, I remember you asked, and I I my nose up at it. I didn't go. You didn't go at all? No.
2: I, now, I thought you went to the, the speaking of it, but I'm, you didn't go to the breakfast. There you go. Yeah, yeah you didn't go to the breakfast. Yeah. yeah, you was there because I told you yep. you was the youngest one there. Yeah. <laughs> we sat on the front row.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 that is the beginning of, of, of Zig shared the gospel oh, with yes. you. Yeah. He prayed with you. Oh, yes. And yes. that began yeah. the transformation. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Then, then you were inter- introduced to another guy. And you're you're yeah. listening. You're listening to Zig Ziglar. Right. Zig is influencing you. Correct. He shares the gospel with you, and all, all these, uh, you know, praise with you, and all that. And, and but you're listening to Zig one day. One day I was walking as I did most of the time, and and um, and you know what, Jim? Hold it right there because we got to take a break, and we're going to come back. Who is that second person that influenced you besides Zig Ziglar? All right, we're
0: going to take a break. Come back here more of this cool story on Solid Steps Radio.